2: Good morning, tower Happy. There's that clapping it's again. It's Patty, it's Scott.
0: We're back. We're back. Against all odds.
2: Happy Saturday.
0: This Saturday is going to be beautiful. It is. Well, different and apart from, from last, last Saturday, Saturday, the washout and, parade. Yeah. It
2: was sad. Spring time. But we had a great brunch strong. at World of Beer. Was it strong? The brunch was. I'm oh, just
0: making sure. Brunch strong.
2: Brunch strong. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I'm still struggle. trying to get over
0: that from last week.
2: I'm Patty Wilson, and that's Scott Cowart. We have a show every Saturday. We talk about real estate. We have a guest today.
0: It's been a talk while. About it a
2: little bit, yeah.
0: It's been a while.
2: Adam Kay, who's local entrepreneur, business owner with Riverwood Square, and a virgin to our show. He is happy to be here. He is. Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody should be one once. I guess we all are. <laughs> right to Saturday
2: morning at eleven a.m. Mm -hmm.
3: i didn't realize how erotic this show is you
0: didn't i mean aren't houses erotic
2: no they are they are when i do them a sexy house is a sexy house that's right fair point so you can unmute adam because he's talking do you mind do you mind yes you do mind you Mm don't mind do you can
0: you hear Nothing like free labor (laughs) on the
2: other side of the glass. It's nice. Thank you. Don't
0: don't complain about free labor. (laughs) I'm not. Ever. Thank you. Ever.
2: I say thank you and please all the time.
0: So now that you're unmuted, welcome.
2: (sighs) Welcome. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited. So
0: I have no idea what we're talking about today. Well, clue me talk about
2: just life in Tallahassee. And then I want to talk about Railroad Square because Adam didn't know this until I told him that I was there this weekend. No. Ah. That he and I went to real estate school together. Stop for real.
0: Mm-hmm. I was
2: eighteen. He years doesn't old. know that. I, I mean, do. he knows now. Because but the you just reason told I him? remembered him was a he was so young at the time, and I was like, "That's cool." But Freddie K, his father, was a nutritionist I was seeing at the time, and that's how.
3: Yeah, I, and I, I just remembered it. I didn't remember specifically your name, but I remember this really nice lady <laughs> who I sat next to for like a Wow, week. he
0: did. So, what was her name? <laughs>
2: And you know who else was in our, our class? I mean,
0: really, but it was bump. the
2: family that owned Fun Station. He was in our class as well. Yeah. I can't remember their last name, but the the guy that one of the sons from Fun Station. And that's when I learned that that Fun Station was a pud.
3: Yeah, he also owned uh, was it AJ's or something.
2: Yeah, like that? AJ's. Yeah. Tish, what's yeah, their last name? Last from
1: the past, Jekko or something. I can't remember. I remember. I was it Jack? To- I think it was yeah.
2: Jeco. That sounds familiar. Anyway.
1: We're talking about. Anyway,
2: so we were in. We went to the real estate school with Ed O'Donnell, and that's. And and I. It's nice to go to class class because you remember people. I liked the class. I liked the class. That was literally
3: like a week after my 18th birthday. Wow.
2: Yeah. It was fast. And then, did you leave the area for a while? I did. Yeah, you went to California for a little bit.
3: Uh, I've been a few different places, and I've always come back to Tallahassee. Main times, my business
2: has always been here, so always find myself coming back. Well, it's cool. I, th- I love what you've done. Like, I love it. Love it. Love it. I love that you're developing an area, which I wanted to talk about next segment, that no one would touch for so long. And I love it. Because it's, it's, it revitalizes it. I know people don't like gentrification in this town, but it's important for growth so the area does not die. And it gives people jobs and a meaning in their life, and I like it.
0: Well, they obviously like it. They just sometimes don't know how to handle it.
2: And they don't realize that it's the natural occurrence of life, of the economy.
0: Correct. But I coming back to Tallahassee after I graduated and long time ago. We won't talk about that. But I would guy. go to I would go to Railroad Square then, and going now is just a complete difference. And I was there this weekend and doing some shopping for a, a house that I'm completing. It's a mid century house, and so it was it was a good time. It was nice to see.
3: Perfect. Shout out yeah. to Rare Birds, the store in Railroad Square that's offering mid-century modern stuff. There you go. Nice. There you go. And I went to the
0: Talquin Trading Company, which I used to go to. They were on the way out to Havana. I don't know if they've kept that store or not, but it has done quite well.
3: Yeah, they're amazing as well. We have
2: a lot of awesome,
3: awesome entrepreneurs out there.
2: So how was your week, Scott? Oh,
0: you know, just the... The norm. No, we don't Busy. really have anything new. Busy throwing house. We well, have houses I've, going up, but we I'm can't really talk about them. I'm a few for other realtors. And, we do have one. And that went up and
2: went down. Uh, weekend. 1107 Domingo is yes. getting ready. Yes. 1107. It's in San Louis. It's a three bedroom, two bath. Uh, my son owns it. Four sides brick, mid-century, newer roof. Yeah, it's a nice pool.
0: But we've got three or four that are coming up
2: has a carport and a detached garage, which makes it really nice and desirable. So getting lots of calls on that. It'll be ready shortly. It's a cool home. Terrazzo. Yeah, it's a really pretty it's a cool house. cool home, for sure. It's nice. So Domingo, we have a couple of them coming and up.
0: The one that I uh, finished up for Linda Rose, a realtor in town on Cornucopia. That is a seven, goner. 7797
2: seven, seven, Cornucopia went very quickly. Yes. So, so Scott does to the next. stage and style homes for other, uh, you know competing, cooperating realtors as well.
0: Yeah, it's been a busy, busy week. Of We have a lot of new ones coming up, so just visiting all the sites and making sure that I get what we need.
2: And one of our agents, John Laney, t- met with you today for he another did. one. He did. Another one, so, so there's a lot there's happening. Four, and, five, and
0: six on the horizon.
2: John was really insightful because he'd never been with you through this process before. Oh, and did you speak to him? Yes, I did. He came in and spoke <laughs> with me. And he said what was nice about it was, the, the, the property owners thought, well, I'll put a new kitchen in. And you kind of pause that, even though you can make money on a new kitchen, and sure. say it's unnecessary.
0: Well, there are things in the kitchen that need to be done, but most people... You don't need to gut a most kitchen. Most people say gut a kitchen, and I said once you've got the kitchen, you bring to the attention of everyone all the surroundings. So it is aged. When it's when an you, older home. It's Making one improvement shows all the deferred things that you have not done so you really have to spread it out amongst the house not in one area but
2: a new kitchen doesn't necessarily fit the aesthetic of the house
0: correct which is why i thought we should keep aspects of it but not all of it but Mm -hmm. it was it was an interesting approach i think for him and it was um received well so good next stop homeowners
2: nice yeah Yeah, it'll be nice so yeah Uh, we had a week we went to this springtime parade strong strong yeah it wasn't it was very damp and moist and it was, it was lightning but, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i felt bad for all of those people i like, know they, they put come a lot from panama city I with know. their like O couture their dresses and their taffetas everywhere and crowns have you ever been no oh it's the dress up thing it's like everybody well, wants like to be a dirt, pirate is it like the derby mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah, kind of like that. Well, somebody should have told pirates. me I would have been by now. It's all pirate-ish.
2: <laughs> like all-
0: Gasparilla?
2: Yeah, kind of like that. Wasn't it a lot of that? Yeah. And, with- and everyone's a queen, literally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with awful music. Uh, okay. You didn't like
2: the music? No,
1: I don't need to hear Who Let the Dogs Out or the <laughs> remix of Cha-Cha Slide. <laughs> That, that's why real... do you think i walked off <laughs> to get away from those to get away from what? that music oh, poor do you know it.
2: that i don't even remember hearing it like i can completely you, how do you
1: not hear that
2: i don't i was just working on my phone you know i think it.
1: it's the dj in me is why i heard it i would have oh, heard that cringing too. i would never cringing i just goodness. did not
2: be ba- i was laughing at everything else it was just so it was just good people watching really that, was so
0: i would have gone for that for sure
2: yeah but they get up bright and early to work Taffeta in the most humid Is this a day. Thing? Like, well, they're wearing these gowns. Like, but why? Like, old
3: <laughs> individual expression. What can you say? I know,
0: because but I'm just on wondering. A like, float, it's... and
2: it's the theme of the float.
0: My individual expression was like, it was so hot and humid that day <laughs> it was... that I, I, I didn't want to wear anything. It was just, I mean, I'll it's use like, Patty's word, moist. It was moist. It was not good. We had a good time. We had
2: good. a great time. I'm then glad. we went to World of Beer for brunch, which I had no idea they offered brunch, I'd... and it was quite so tasty
0: so it's a brunch proper
2: Mhm. like do you dude they have a bourbon maple syrup that i was like let's just drink it yeah. or pancakes or whatever you want can i just have it on the side with everything interesting <laughs> it's delicious yeah. like going home put my bourbon in my maple syrup the, the, world,
0: the world of beer going places
2: yeah it really was yeah. service was good food was good so i wanted to shout out because we you know a lot of people there weren't a lot of brunch places on a saturday they're all sundays so, we, I mean, there were a lot of people that came in after the parade. Yeah,
1: because I called a friend and I said, well, you bring your group too. And then she showed up with all her friends and sat next that, to that us. That friend
2: was Dana Brooks. Oh, yeah, Dana. Like,
1: I didn't want to name drop. Yeah, so <laughs> From, uh, you want to name drop? The, yeah, no, I didn't. Um, name I, dropper. I, I texted Dana and said, come on. Dana, we've got your water. Come have one.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> with Basic Brooks, and Dana happens to be on the morning show quite often so, mm-hmm. with Tish. I name dropped your name.
0: She's a friend of the show.
2: She is a friend of the show.
0: She is. I like to hear that. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, I'm glad you guys had fun.
2: So, real estate world rates are up, and I mean up today. VA was five and a quarter.
0: Whoa. Wow.
2: That's a problem.
0: Well, I mean, it's...
2: Applications are down 40%. I can see that. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: 40%. I can see that. It's going to take a minute for people to settle in to the fact that they're not getting 2%. I mean, it is. I mean, it's still historically very low.
2: Oh, it is. So. Depending on which decade of history you're talking
0: about. If you're a millennial, probably not so much. (laughs) No. If you are our age, then, I mean, you waited in line for gas and paid 12%.
2: Stick with us, we have Adam K from Rearboard Square. Next, in your
0: eyes, awesome, light of silver screen. All good, sad, goodbye.
2: I'm never gonna dance again. Come to beat a gun, no, it's easy to move. Oh, are
1: not a move. Shake it down. Yeah, break up just to make up. Short gone when I wake up. Yeah, break up just to make up. Welcome
2: back patty and scott and patty's playhouse yay our number is 850-656-0009
0: 0009 0009 0009.
2: Mm -hmm. to the
0: folk at home or in your car you can always
2: look at our website pattyandscott.com do you want to see pretty pictures of what we offer they're there we help people buy sell invest in real estate i'm an appraiser and scott makes the houses beautiful hit us up he does so today we have adam Kay from railroad square an entrepreneur business owner uh, developer that's such a weird word sounds so professional
3: <laughs> i don't feel that professional but yeah that's <laughs> but what you me. are
2: and yeah. you're good at what you do so hey. it's nice to have you here thank you thank you so how long has your family owned that property
3: so railroad square specifically has been my family since the 1950s whoa but my what was family, there before that do you
2: know it was called
3: the mcdonald lumber company oh. ba- basically like world war ii era you know, warehouses thrown up for the okay. war effort to get some industry going. You know, mill some lumber and get it back on train.
2: Oh, cool! Because the railroad was right there.
1: Right, it, it is in sense. fact. Well, the airport was right there too. What? For the real? airport was right there too. Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. I didn't where? know that either. Where? was the airport? Uh, you know where Messer Field is? Yeah. That's oh, the airport. Nice. Ah. And then that's there's literally tarmac still out there from the original Dale Mabry Airfield and Airport, and then so they could just unload, and then they pulled right into Railroad Square. And it could unload. It was the most convenient thing ever. We actually
3: still have the railroad spurs yeah. going into the middle of railroad Square. And one day, I want to uncover them, make the whole like walkable feature. And really cool That'd spot. be cool
2: because I didn't realize we're behind Parker Services, which is a friend of ours and a friend of the show, the Saint Mark's Trail goes back through there. I had no idea.
3: Sure enough, yeah, absolutely. And I actually own property right next to there now as well. And that's what's going to get at was even though my family's had railroad Square for 19- since nineteen fifties. There was an area around there called the Boynton Still. It was a mm-hmm. turpentine distillery. Oh, uh, was that what that was? In the 1920s, 30s, and 40s, until it all burned down in the 40s, which was right there next to that site. Yeah.
2: Well, even Still Court. We had a property we managed for a long time on Still Court.
3: Right. Exactly.
2: Which also just burned down.
3: Yeah. Right. There were yeah, some
2: squatters inside.
3: Right. We uh, we had some connections there. I was I was trying to buy that from patty's client but it didn't work out mm-hmm. but got bought and then got burned down but mm-hmm. know anything i it wasn't me <laughs> oh no there are people hugh shaggy
2: <laughs> it was someone just squatting in the house Goodness. coming out saying saying to to um jeremy parker that they're letting us stay there the owner's letting us stay there and jeremy's the owner
3: Says i am the owner I've definitely had reactions like that. before. <laughs> I bet you have, because <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, young. I don't have like a you know, business suit on ever. You're not. And you don't have a little that I'm not that like is... uh, the owner guy tattooed on my forehead. Or no, you don't. So people are like, "Wait, you're Adam Kay? That... Oh, that's strange." Tell him you're a savant. Move on. Something like that. Thank you. I can't imagine anybody who like would actually call himself a savant. Though. That would be quite a pompous mm-hmm. individual.
2: But sometimes you need that. Yeah. Fair, fair. So when I first came here, right before 9-11, I moved here. Railroad Square was not dormant, but it wasn't a destination. What made you want to like bring it up and then make it a destination? Did, were you inspired by another town? Is there something? Because you've traveled a lot. We talked about that during the show break.
3: Yeah. I mean, in short, um, Railroad Square started as an industrial park. And then there were always, you know, vacant spaces and car repair shops. And my kind of hippie mother brought in all of her artsy friends and they filled these vacant spaces. Um, And a lot of them obviously could not afford a lot of rent. And some of them, some of them couldn't even afford to pay for rent on a studio as well as an apartment. So, you know, the reality is a lot of people lived at Road Square for a long time. And that's kind of something we don't talk about, but. It's been so long from now. We, yeah, you know, we. That's the reality. It started as like a live work kind of, uh, you know, artist warehouses, and then over time, uh, obviously, with the litigious society we live in, and after my mother passed away and we inherited it, we, my sister and I, realized that this is just too much liability. We, you know, it's like one of those parties where everyone's having a great time, and then all of a sudden, you know, the cops get called and everyone runs out, and then you know, you're the person with the house and you're left holding bag and, and all the trouble. We did not want to be in that position. So we were very diligent about making sure that don't ask until policy of living there was out the window. So we made sure no one would live there anymore. But then we have all these vacant warehouses that are pretty dilapidated and you know, what are we going to do with them? Because there weren't enough artists to fill them. So over time we knew we wanted to become more than just, you know, a, a first Friday once a month destination. And how do you do that? You do that by, you know, really making it uh, an attraction and bringing in those businesses who really want to make a go of this being a professional thing, not a side hustle, not a hobby. And so it's been a long process to figure out, you know, how do we make this to be a, you know, a real destination. Twenty years. Yeah. And it, yeah, twenty years. I'm six. I was sixteen when I inherited the property. I'm thirty six now. So over half my life. I've been working at this. Um, and before that, of course, I was just a kid playing on the property. But yeah, I've been there all my life and really working at it. And, and as you said, I travel a lot and I get the opportunity to see what other communities do. And you know, nothing to knock Tallahassee, but I think most people can agree that we're not the, the most progressive city in the world. And so you can kind of see what trends are working in other cities and kind of try to import them here.
2: And what I love about it is that it was really, and correct me if I'm wrong, private venture,
3: yeah, I mean, we um do
2: it with a lot of the government's assistance. Like you made this on your own.
3: Yeah, we've gotten like uh, a few P- CRA paint grants, and I think we've gotten one small facade improvement grant. but you know, that's less than we pay in property taxes in a single year in total. I mean, this was really just our family over generations trying to fill a void of uh, you know affordable commercial space with flexible lease terms. Uh, and trying to create something really cool and unique for the creatives of, of our city. So yeah, it's been hard. It's been a lot to, to put over our shoulders for a single family. Many times we've tried to go to the city for funding or for help. Uh, I mean, I'll drop it right here on the radio. At one point, my sister and I tried to sell the property to the city of Tallahassee simply because it was too much for us. And we, didn't, we were saying, we, we'll sell it to you for like 75 cents on the dollar. You know, please just buy from, make us an offer. Like we want this art district to stay in Tallahassee. We want it to happen. It's just too much for us. And uh, I think it was Mayor Andrew Gillum at the time basically laughed at us. and was like, how could we possibly manage all these falling down warehouses? Like that's, that's not us. Like, good luck. Let us know if we can help you. (laughs) But you can't ask them for help unless if you have a specific project or a specific ask of saying everything else is together. uh, And we just need you to come on board with this one, you know, Financing or this one part of funding and we were you know for longest time. We were not sophisticated enough We were basically just kids growing up into this business and So we weren't sophisticated enough to ask. So yeah in short, you know, we as a family have been uh, you know privately I like the this-
0: idea of making it an, attra- an attraction and it kind of resonates with me because I was there this weekend So I bought a few things and then they said I could pick them up on Sunday and in the past There was no Sunday. It was really kind of a Saturday thing Um, It may be a Wednesday thing, if I recall properly, but I was like, so is everybody open on Sunday? And uh, the young lady said that, you know, most places were, and obviously everybody has their own hours, but there was so much going on on a Sunday. And typically in Tallahassee, there's not a lot going on anywhere Mm -mm. on a Sunday. So I I was very impressed to see that there were so many people there and that everything was pretty much open and that you could go back on a Sunday. And I was like... That's a fantastic thing. I mean, it, it just
3: wasn't that way in yeah, the past. That's definitely the metric of our success. As it, it's how active is it on not just the first Friday. And now it's not just a weekend thing. Like some afternoons uh, on Tuesday afternoons, Thursday afternoons. It's crazy. amount of people just walking around enjoying themselves.
2: Well, it's really beautiful down there. I mean, it really is And And the, 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 what was the name of the neighborhood? Was you say Boynton Still? Was it Boynton Still? Yes. All those homes were leveled. People may or may not have gotten with, from the state because it was eminent domain. And what be, they thought it would happen.
3: And that had nothing to do with my family. That, that had was,
2: nothing to do with it. Yeah. But it's beautiful. And the musicians that used to, in front of our property that we managed, 909 Still Court, which I think there's traces of the building still. I oh, if Jeremy's knocked it down. But there would be musicians that would sit there with their banjo and play this gorgeous, beautiful music. And they still come out. They still come back. It's
0: beautiful, but not in a contrived way, Mm-mm. which is what I like about it. it. It has it has a very artistic flair, and there's something for everyone, in my humble opinion.
2: But it doesn't feel like it's a planned community. It feels like it's right. A planned community would be contrived. Developed it's like over time. We and think it about really it.
0: Or, you know, we're going to do it exactly this way, and there is this calculative. Um, nature to it and it feels very flat and, and that happens and, all the time you'll yeah.
3: see developers are like I corporate know, yep. let's build an art district right or and
0: it's it i think those grow into place i don't it rarely have i seen them develop them and they be successful because yeah. they they tend to be too commercial of an art district. Well, because
2: people are like, I'm not good with making 25 cents. I want to make a dollar $1.50. Well, not to
0: mention, and I, that I makes think it think Adam difficult. said this earlier, I mean, the amount of rent that they would pay for new construction in an art district is not what you're going to pay Mm-mm. for something where they also are contributing to a way to make things beautiful. Yeah, the reality is it. the only I way it's it.
3: doable is because it's been our family for so long and we have almost no debt on it. So. Perfect. Yeah. I
2: love it. Stick with us, Patty and Scott, 850-656-0009. Welcome back. It's Patty and Scott, 850-656-0009. You can always go to our website, pattyandscott.com. It's pretty consistent theme right now, right? You can't get scottandpatty.com. That was probably someone's wedding site, but you can get Patty and Scott. That <laughs> was easy, Patty and Scott. Well, and I'm older, so.
0: Technically, that is correct. <laughs> we'll, we'll
2: just leave it there. Drop. We have app. Adam K. from Railroad Square here. Today, thank you so much, Adam, for coming in. And last segment, we were talking about how you how you started. Like, what made you say, "I'm going to take this little plot of land, not huge in the scheme of things, and make it something, and make it a destination, and make it fun for people of all ages to go down." And what was the turning What what was the turning
0: point for you? Like when you were. you and your sister getting it together and maturing along the way like what was the moment that you're like oh i think we got this
3: oh we think wow that's the whole different thing versus when we decided wow we have to do something completely different i mean uh the oakland ghost ship incident where a bunch of artists got you know killed in a fire in a warehouse and just completely rocked our world it was on the other side of the country obviously but that incident was like wow because you
2: lived in california like around that time right did you not Uh, i for a short
3: period of time i was around there but yeah i mean just that just scared the heck out of us so we knew we couldn't kind of let the live in the studio or live in the warehouse thing fly on the radar anymore we changed our business model and we knew we either had to sell the property or make it into a destination uh we tried for a long time we got a lot of ridicule for changing things so much um, and obviously today you see it for what it is, which is this amazing, cool destination. When did we actually be like, oh wow, we got this. It was when the hotel closed. That property actually closed. We you know, did an agreement with this hotel developer and we're like, this is gonna be fantastic. We're going to have a little bit of capital. We can reinvest it in some of these other when warehouses. When you say closed, you mean purchased. Purchased, you're right. right yeah. Transaction we're, closed. We're a real estate right. uh, podcast. Right. A part, I, you're
0: I'm, a broker
2: now too, right? I'm a broker as yeah. well.
0: For those yeah. for those at home wondering if the hotel closed. No. Like, oh, no right, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. My bad. He
2: collaborated right. with someone, developed it, and sold it. Correct. Yeah.
3: So these hotel developers came, bought the land from us. We collaborated on it, and they developed it and sold it but the hotel brings that daily destination traffic that can support our artists, our tenants, our small businesses, and that's what's really allowed it to flourish to be this you know, daily destination. Cool.
2: Smart. It was very smart.
3: And now actually, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but the Embassy Suites mm-hmm. off of Gaines Street, it's uh, already first stories framed. Oh, nice. It's literally on the other side of the pond of uh, Road Square. You know, a stone's throw away. It's right. incredible. Another hotel that combined with the Indigo Hotel, the AC Marriott, the all the other ones. The, uh, it's insane the amount of uh, traffic we're in for.
2: It's exciting. So they're calling it. What do they call the area? Somo. Somo.
3: Somo uh, is about So-mo. South Monroe, mm-hmm. and that's a little bit further over to the east on South Monroe and Way area. I've recently purchased property there as well. Um, but yeah, no railroad square. It's kind of all the greater art district. Some people call it Gain Street area. Some mm-hmm. people call it All Saints. Some people call it the Family Way area.
2: Whatever, just go.
3: Just go because it's awesome. It's really. How many
2: tenants do you have right now? In railroad? I've read fifty. Is there more than fifty now?
3: Railroad Square has about a hundred. We have about twenty-five at Railroad Village. Okay. And Eleven at. What's Railroad, railroad, railroad Village? Describe that. So Railroad Village is two blocks to the west down FAMU way it is right by the site of the old Boynton still where my family owned property in the uh, turpentine story in the 1920s 30s and 40s it is a bunch of warehouses I purchased uh, about two years ago year and a half ago and we have painted it up we've basically restarted the process of Road Square
2: oh, okay these are block
3: warehouses great bones We've filled them up with creative businesses local nonprofits and artists and it's fantastic because that's much more of the uh, working studio space versus the kind of what tele, uh, Road Square has become, which is more of a retail and working destination. Okay. But it's, it's a little bit of both.
2: Interesting. Yeah.
3: So is it full? Oh, okay. it's been full since uh, about f- three months after we closed on it, acquired mm-hmm. the property. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's an incredible demand for what we're doing. And, and it's not like I'm out there trying to build an empire. It's literally... There's so much demand. We have so much on uh, so many people on the waiting list where we're just trying to fill the, that demand for you know creative, affordable spaces.
2: It's very cool. Oop. I think it's very... I mean, I'm just very grateful as somebody who sells real estate here but lives here.
3: Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things growing up here where I always complained that uh, Tallahassee is not cool. We don't have like a locals area. Our downtown isn't cool. It's all for the lobbyists, the legislators or the, the government, state workers. Uh, and then College Town came along, and that was like, oh, now the college students have like a urban area, and the legislators have an urban area. Like, where's Tallahassee locals' urban area? And so that's really kind of what me and a lot of other collaborators are trying to do, kind of build a locals-first urban corridor, live-work-play, walkable, bikeable, all down FAMU Way, going from Lake Bradford to South Monroe Street, Cascades Park. All the different railroad properties we have now and uh, a lot of really cool projects are popping up for sure.
1: Can I ask one, one question real quick? All right, so when you're redeveloping everything and then Proof said, all right, hey, we're moving from our location on Tennessee Street into yours. How excited were y'all when y'all got that and then with them rehabbing that whole part of Railroad Square and now you have Railroad Square Craft House that is in their former spot and it's just it's beautiful. I mean, when, when they said, hey, we want to come over to Railroad Square, you must have been like, come on. Yeah, no, that was
3: an inflection point. That building was the BFA, FSU, BFA, Bachelor of Fine Arts, uh, you know, studios, and it had been vacant for about a year at that point. And yeah, I would say them coming there was the inflection point that said, wow, you can really do this. You can be a place where professional business people and not just hobbyists do their thing or not just, you know, the, the weekend warrior. Um, and so that was really important for us, for sure.
0: Because I think people want things that are unique and different and not, you know, so bland and sterile. I think that it is interesting because downtown even feels that way to me in a certain degree because it's that eight hours a day in a vape store. Right. And that's what you get in most. That's what you get in most commercial yeah, areas yeah. like that. And it's hard to keep people staying and playing there if there's not something to do and a vape store won't do it for you. So it really is, Railroad Square to me is that place that allows you to be creative and to think. And I'm a professional as well and I enjoy it. And yes, it, it probably ticks a lot of boxes in terms of what I do for a living. But the reality is that there's not a lot of that around Tallahassee. So it's, it's, it's really nice in my opinion.
3: It's definitely one of those things where, when people are considering moving to Tallahassee or relocating to Tallahassee, they're looking around and they're saying, "Okay, it has beautiful outdoors, it has job opportunities, it has universities, it has all these different things," but that kind of cool locals-first area that a lot of cities have, that usually is found in a city's downtown. Correct. Uh, that we don't have in Tallahassee. You know, they see Road Square and they're like, "Okay, well, it's not what I was hoping for." As far as how big it is but it checks that box of having a cool funky area that's very local
0: and and as you're as you are increasing the way that you do things not in one specific area maybe walkable to a certain degree but not always the case Patty wouldn't walk it but the reality is that if we start building these hubs in different places not just there I feel like there will be more of that destinational feel vibe
2: and, and that, they talk about sustainability, that's the sustainability that we need
0: correct, I think so, and affordability it, for sure. right I think It that's doesn't the key.
2: need to be I mean, yes, the malls, but the malls we have to all face it. The malls are going away that's they're just gone correct I mean no, I don't want to go to a mall I'm, I, you go, but I you go you go I
0: go because I like to touch and feel and yeah. see things i don't but you're not walking t- the no. mall for your entertainment No, I'm not. i I go and do what I need to do and
3: leave mm. Mm-hmm. But globally, there is a trend towards urbanization. I mean, that's something for sure. that we in real estate all know. Obviously, it's not for everybody. Not everyone wants that. But it's definitely a growing trend and has been for quite some time. By all accounting, it's not going anywhere. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not some uh, genius oracle here. All I saw was, okay, there's state capital. There is the two universities. Makes sense that the area in between all of that Road Square and other properties would be filled in and would be more in demand. Well, it's always interesting
0: to me because we've got the population here in Tallahassee, right? But look at Thomasville. Look at downtown Thomasville. It's so cute. It is, it is the destination, it is. and we travel there for it. Right. But we have nothing like that here. So when Railroad Square started to you know, recalibrate itself, if you will, it just really ticks the box well, for me. Well, that's part
2: of what sh- if you're a Yankee coming here, and you're like, where's the southern town? Like, you've knocked it all down. You have to go to Thomasville to see cute or Madison or Jefferson counties. It's gone. They just knocked it all down. I don't understand it. I've never understood it.
0: Well, that's.
2: But I probably should have been here in the 50s because that's about when they, I guess, started. Knocking well, then it down. we
0: know things but like people.
2: Kish. People want what we're going to say, uh, urbanization, but they want access to it. They yeah, may not want sure. it on their doorstep, but they want access. To it. So stick with us. It's 850-656-0009. oh, that was hard. Been up at the Welcome back. It's Patty and Scott. We have Adam K from River Square here. I'm Patty. That's Scott. And right I'm here. Adam K. Just in case, that's Adam K. <laughs> and Kay. this is One Give Republic. A good radio voice. Oh, it is One, one
0: Republic. They well, will be at the gala. I hope you would have Our had a would good have time been at the gala. Yeah. We yes. pre-record on Wednesday.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Going tomorrow. Talk Do you have your about it. Next all week. ready to go. Your shoes. Yeah. You know. Socks.
3: Do you have your boutier?
0: I don't wear socks, but, yeah, I mean, I wear socks. You're not socks. going to wear socks? I, I wear socks. I'm just not wearing, like, socks. No-show socks.
2: No-show socks? Yeah. You don't wear socks with, like, a flamingo on them or something?
0: Oh, God, no. Mm-mm. no. Have you ever seen me? I don't think anybody's seen me ever wear socks, even in the wintertime. Oh, with boots, maybe. Yeah. With boots, you'd yeah, wear socks. I'm not a sock person.
2: So we were talking about Railroad Square, and just the, the South Monroe, just the area has just suffered so much from lack of development. So kudos to you, Adam, for taking that on and and really contributing to the county and the area in ways that I don't think people realize. I, I think they people are sad because of renewal. Change you is hard. Change is extremely hard, but it's required for growth, and it's required
0: and for anything. Honestly, it
2: really is. You have to, and and I I I'm learning. I've learned to love the town. I work here. I sell it, but I think it's really hard for people here to let go of what life with dog at all, or whatever that their their little stores are, you know, because that's their memory and that's how they're they're sunk in. But it's required. Barnabas. You cannot grow a town, keep a town, keep the tax base, aka Jefferson County, if you do not allow growth in Jefferson County probably the prettiest county in the state of florida will not grow so what happens nothing and it just kind of dilapidates you gotta have people they have to have a grocery store they have to have transportation they have to have you know a little education would be nice and then some fun
3: we're definitely in this weird position uh, as road square as the art district where we are obviously developing you know we are real estate developers however we are doing it in a very, you know, kind of conscientious way, creative way, um, but it's never enough for either side of the political spectrum, if you will. We're always, oh, we're the real estate developers, Fair. so the progressives, progressives are like a uh, bad real estate developer, and then the real estate developer types, the you know, very growth oriented, are like, oh, that's like the silly bohemian part mm-hmm. of town, and. Um, it's it's really strange position where we're we're too moderate for the left and the right. You know, we're too
2: and that's probably why I like it. <laughs> it because I think you have to have balance.
0: I do I agree with that. I, I feel like it, it it's somewhere in the middle of all that that it makes perfect sense.
2: And what else to bring balance but music and art and furniture and a laughter?
3: And physically located, like I said, in between the two universities, I mean, literally right between the two universities, just south of the railroad tracks, which was the historical socioeconomic dividing line in this town. So we really do pride ourselves on being like that one place where you can go and college students can have drinks next to you know local townies, next to young professionals. Everyone kind of comes together, black, white, north of town, south of town. Any color, any age, there's something for you to do. It's Palm really Beach, exciting.
2: people coming up for the game. I mean, it's it's fantastic.
3: And a lot of people I'm come. i not blowing so.
2: smoke. I mean, this is, it's really important. And I don't think, because it gives the artists a voice. It gives them a place instead of their garage. They're able to sell their wares, which brings money to town taxes to town. It's very important. And I wish there were more developers like you.
3: And we have a lot of artists. We also have a lot of like just small micro businesses, not even small businesses, because that has like employees. A lot of these are micro businesses, maybe a half an employee or no employees, just an entrepreneur out there doing their thing. And you got to remember every entrepreneur is a job created essentially. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, we off
2: the public dole. I like to say.
3: Absolutely. I mean, oh, my gosh. Jobs in Tallahassee that aren't uh, state funded. Surprise, surprise. So, yeah, we're trying to do our best to encourage entrepreneurship. And the cool thing is that we're doing it mostly on month to month leases with a lot of our spaces. That's so it, nice. Yeah, it gives them an opportunity to try out their dream fail fast if they're going to fail or if they're going to grow
2: man i wish realtors would learn that because <laughs> yeah. the whole time when you're talking you was talking about the part-time the hobby real i'm like realtor real i'm substituting realtor sure. realtor yeah. realtor you know because so many come in and they're like i want to be an artist well i want to be a realtor and you have to work it you have yeah. to practice it to sell it to make right to those, make hay out those of those
0: owners who are typically the one employee that is there are working hard to make sure that they are replenishing, restocking, redesigning. It's a full-time job, exactly. Redesigning the store after things are coming in and going out. They don't have the luxury of all these additional employees and whatnot. And it really is what excites me about going into each store is how it changes week to week. But it's it, it doesn't feel sterile. You know, some is just plywood, some is well done, some aren't, but still have a really cool. Um, unique look to them. It's just fun to see things like that. But then again, I don't like mass development Mm -mm, and I don't don't like things that feel sterile and just, you know, everything's farmhouse-y. It's not the way I design. It's not the way I do things. So maybe it strikes me better than most. But I, I think if those of you who haven't been there in a while huge difference in my humble opinion and you know kudos to taking that on and really making something of it because i know that too is not easy
3: it is not no it's not we definitely are not like a large company i mean we have a decent amount of real estate but that sure does not equate to income Uh, does not and could you repeat
2: (laughs) that again because people often say well you have all that but it's not liquid
3: equity is not income correct (laughs) and that means you have to make something
2: of it. side note there's quads like Multifamilies in town, and they're close to like five hundred thousand dollars for a four-unit parcel, and the the rents coming in are two thousand. It does Total. not work. You yeah. have to, and they're like, well, the the property it's there's no cash flow, so it doesn't matter what it's worth. It doesn't matter, and that's the same idea as what Adam's saying. Yeah, and that you have to have cash flow
3: that results in us just always having being understaffed and not being able to meet the needs because we're not just a property management company; we are doing. Promotions and marketing and events and all types. You're really of other- good at
2: putting your face out like doing the whole video thing. You're <sighs> inspiring. Do you not like it? I you hate- look like you enjoy it. I
3: hate it because I'm a super introvert I by nature. Do. Yeah, but you know, it's but I'm not the one sticking to my, to my face
2: out there. So you're doing better than me.
3: I got to lobby for myself because no one else is. So.
2: You're doing. Re- I mean, it is. It is inspiring. The whole, the whole thing.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I want to be you top.
2: when I grow up, Adam.
3: Wait, Bad thing is that when you put your face out there, you also put your neck out there. You do.
2: That's the truth. (laughs) Well, it was like that with radio. Yeah, sure. And now people recognize my voice. They won't necessarily recognize me, but they'll recognize my voice. And I do not like to talk when I go outside.
3: Yeah, well,
2: for that reason, because I'm like I don't want them to complain or say. But people are very nice overall. They've been very nice for the last five years. It's been nice. Well, this is an entrepreneurial thing as
3: well. I mean, it's incredible what you guys are doing. I mean, just the To promote you know growth and development and to try to be I mean you're a perfect example this is a creative endeavor as well and um, you know most creatives uh, feed off of other creatives Mm -hmm. and that's really what we're trying to provide as an opportunity we're just you know where other creatives can feel less ridiculous less abnormal uh, and that simply having that space To allow people to be creative, it you know, and and seeing the
0: success in some of those artists and um, you know purveyors, it's nice to see that they build each other up in that way because you want to do better, right? Uh, It's it's so good to see that.
2: And I think uh, the accessibility of it, the artist is allowed to grow, and then we're allowed to buy art that most people would think is not. Inexpensive, they would think it's extremely expensive. But you can go down there and buy a piece of art and like have it. It's nice. It really is nice. It,
0: it, I, I agree, and I don't. Like, I mean, in comparison to wherever else I go, and I go to a lot of places for this type of environment because of what I do for. Well, it living. your staging
2: but, makes is accessible, and that's the other tying that back to what we do. Scott isn't asking people to pay seventy five thousand dollars for a new kitchen. He'll he'll work it out. So it's accessible, and you still sell your house for more money. Well, it's, it's very cool.
0: It's it's a way that you can get you know things that are new, things that are old, things that are vintage, things that are traveled. I mean that I, I like a house to feel cultivated, and I feel like that's kind of the same vibe that's down in Railroad. It's a very cultivated area. It, it, people are going to call it bohemian. They're going to call it um, you know just artsy, but I find it to be really just a very traveled and uh, different appeal to things because you can find things that are brand new and you can find things that have been around for 50 to 100 years.
3: There, there really a is a cool place to go. You know, there's something for everybody right. there and that's really the goal and, and as we have a lot of hotels in the area, we have a lot of guests from different places from all over the country uh, and one of the refrains we hear over and over again we're like, oh this kind of reminds me of that place but then they usually say, that used to be in my community mm. so what do we... Take away from this. Keep supporting Rogue Square on the mini businesses because, you know, let's let's keep something cool, creative, unique, and local.
2: let do it. I will. House talk with a happy ending. Yeah, we are done. Patty hey. Wilson, Scott Coward, 850 Thanks for listening.